Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 483, the Thunderdome edition of Flow Wrestling Radio <laughs> Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, and I'm joined by a host of, of uh, wonderfully decorated athletes. We've got a West Virginia state champion. We've got a UFC, or a, a UFC member, an MMA champion. We've got Whoa. an Olympic champion. And then, uh, then there's me. What's up, guys? I'm sure many of you are here because Jordan Burroughs uh, apparently listened to last week's show. And if you don't know what we've been doing on the show, we've been going through the uh, best of the decade um, at every single weight class, Division One wrestling. And we went to 165, and it came down to Jordan Burroughs versus Kyle Dake. And I was outnumbered by <laughs> Kyle Brackey and Ben Askren. And the people. And the fans. And the fans. And the fans. I don't know what they were thinking. Oh, stop it. Ben Askren Knock got word. Off, Jordan Burroughs got word. He hit me up. And now Jordan Burroughs is here. Jordan, what's happening? What's up, bro? I'm happy to be here. You know why I'm here. I'm here for Ben <laughs> and for Kyle. So what was it about? Um, obviously, you heard. Obviously, you disagreed. Obviously, you're biased. But um, I think that there's good reason. And I, I stated my case. But what is the case for Jordan Burroughs? Oh, 2011 Jordan Burroughs over 2013 Kyle Dake. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and reiterate the most of the things that you've said, but I brought some new information to the table. Number one, good morning, Christian Piles. Good morning, Jordan. The only unbiased guy on this show. <laughs> um, no, number two, I, I just got time right here in the quarantine. I, I typically don't listen to FRL. I don't really read comments. I don't get engaged with what's going on in the wrestling world as much because I'm trying to be dialed in mentally for what I need to do as a performer, but I got time. And so I scrolled across my Instagram feed and saw the little clip that you guys put on uh, Instagram a few weeks ago about who the best of the decade was. And I was kind of like anticipating where I would be in that ranking, right? I'm like, okay, I had a national uh, undefeated national title year at 57. I had an undefeated national title year at 65. They got to put me in contention in one of these weight classes. But I didn't know where you guys would put Dake because he had four years. Um, but it just happened. It just so happened to be our very best years that you put us against each other. Um, and so I'm confident that at that point I could have beat anyone. So yeah, it, it, it didn't necessarily, I don't take it personal, it didn't rub me the wrong way, but I don't, I disagree. I, I disagree strong. Oh, I brought on a surprise guest, guys. I thought it wasn't <laughs> oh, no. fair if oh, we had, no. a, court, if we had a court trial 
and we only had one of the participants telling their side. I didn't think it was fair. So we have here's the guys. I want to stay within the context of the argument. We have a 2011 Jordan Burroughs versus a 2013 Kyle Dake in a folk style match argument. You guys, oh, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Tell oh, Kyle, just, what's up, bro? Me, I'll Kyle, shut up. up tell, you guys t- tell your case, compelling as possible. Listen, here's we'll the deal. listen. Go. Number one, because of my success in freestyle, everyone just automatically dismisses my folk style prowess. Like I was just an awful folk style wrestler. I was just a late bloomer, bro. It's the difference between, if you're looking at Kyle's career, you look at the entire catalog, you look at the longevity of it, everything that he was done, that he's done. You mentioned Kyle's career, you mentioned four national titles in four different weight classes over four years. And so that's what makes what he's done special. It's the totality no, it of his entire career. That's not it. What's what that? makes it special is the fact that I beat the returning Hodge Trophy winner. That's what makes it special. And I beat him three times. He's the most prolific point scorer probably in the last couple of, you know, two, three decades. That's Stop why it. That's why they give me the nod. It's impossible for him to be the most prolific scorer if I was <laughs> if, I, if I, we wrestled in the same Did era. Did you text somebody in the NCAA final? Just because you don't text someone in the final, he wrestled Brandon Hatchet, bro. What are you talking about? Come on now. Let's be serious about like, what we're talking about. So many different times. I'm pretty sure he pinned everybody leading up to me. So let's think about how the match would, would So Okay, would so here's I mean, the deal. So, all right, so if we're, if we're talking about that, if we're talking about the most prolific score of the, in multiple decades, I wrestled, I wrestled Kyle, or I wrestled David Taylor in the finals of the U.S. Open that Wait, same did you year. Right? So, style or freestyle? No, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. But listen, listen. So you Wait, wrestled. Cradled you and put you, you on your back? No, that Not was the back. following year. That was oh, the following okay. year. So, okay. so, and which I won both times. But, but anyway. So, when you, let, so what you're talking about when you were further along in your freestyle career, not your senior year. No, no, I'm talking 2013. I'm talking 2013. Okay, that wasn't your senior year. You were a different person then. Okay, so. So or so we, so basically you're saying that what what's guys' progression levels look like? I was best you because because of Ben's premise of what he said, he's explained that guys are best immediately after college, and then they get worse over they get worse as their career progresses. At the more time they spend out of college, that. the less success they have. So basically, he's saying that, that people are better earlier on in their career. That, that was one simple uh, thing that I ran, not been proven, very simple math, but it's possible, it's not possible. But but here's All the deal, so you wrestled Taylor in 2013, I wrestled Taylor in that final, I wrestled Taylor in the final in 2013. Yeah, I wrestled of Taylor course, in the that final was, of the that was further away. It was, it was three weeks later, bro. Not for you, it was two years and three weeks later. Well, Jordan, assess if you can evaluate yourself as well as anyone. How does Jordan Burroughs 2011 go against Jordan Burroughs 2013? Because part of my point was, did did I felt like you were at that super super high level in 2011? Yeah, but it's two different super- styles. It's two different styles. Number one. So, but you wrestling's wrestling. At the end of the day, wrestling's wrestling. So, if you look at your career, your final two seasons, you had two undefeated years, right? You were undefeated your junior year. You were undefeated your senior year. I was undefeated my junior year. I was undefeated my senior year. So we're just taking apples for apples for our senior, junior, senior years in terms of who we beat, the type of catalog that the guys that we competed against, their credentials, the quality of wrestlers that we beat. Everything is leaning heavily in my favor. Really? So, Dave, like, whoever you beat is better than David. 
No, no, I'm saying I'm saying both are junior and senior year. I told you I beat David in 2013. Yeah, I know that. That doesn't mean anything. You didn't beat him in 2011. But you're saying I was better in 2013. Okay, so so when was I at my peak? Let's say let's say if we're if we're saying that's not for me to answer. answer. No, no, I'm 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 asking you this question because you're saying I got considerably better from college until 2013. So exactly when was my peak? I'm not I'm not saying anything like that. I'm saying you're two different wrestlers. So you I was a better wrestler in 13 than I was in 11? Let's, okay, let's go back and watch any of your matches from 2011 to your freestyle to your freestyle matches in 2013. But that's not the point. The point is that you're a different p- competitor. Everyone evolves every single year. Like me, I've okay, gotten so better every single year. so how much evolution did I have from like, the time out, I graduated? From that, I, won the US Open, I won the U.S. Open weeks after, weeks after the NCAA title. I won the yeah. trials that year, which I believe you That's wrestled in the trials that year. I, I wrestled in the trials. Then, yeah, I was 149 pounds. <laughs> that was your choice, bro. Yeah, well, you could have wrestled. 60, you could have wrestled 66 kilos. You've always, you've always had, you know, you wrestled normal. Okay, here, this is what we'll do. I'll wrestle two matches or three matches in the morning of NCAA on Saturday, and then you sit out all day, and I'll wrestle you there. So we're getting into into okay. the sitting out uh, for the trials. Here's my question: the, through a, If we're, we're hypothesizing about a wrestling match that would happen between you guys and folk style, so where where I think it gets really difficult is like Jordan Burroughs cannot have a win as good as David Taylor. It is impossible for him to have beaten David Taylor or anyone that good in, in college. And he beat basically his last. I disagree. Years, everyone. Is- I disagree. I disagree well, because I believe. Andrew Howe, when Andrew Howe was coming off his 2010 season and was he was extremely dominant, yeah. he was undefeated. I went up a weight class. I was I came off of an injury. I came off an injury. I took an entire year off. I tore my LCL, PCL, came back, beat the undefeated returning national champ at a weight class above me. You beat a guy who had ju- who had just gotten was he a beat. He wasn't the national champ the year He's before. Been in school for four or five years already. Who had been Is in school four or five years? You had. What do you mean? He was a he was a he was coming off his freshman campaign or sophomore campaign, wasn't he? No, yeah. he was coming off of a U.S. Open championship in 2010 and an undefeated national championship and a depleted season. Depleted weight class. We can agree on that. So what do you mean depleted? It was we had Travis Paulson, Trent Paulson, both of the guys who were how many world the medals at 74 have? kilos for for a number of years, hot baby. So okay, we had, here's here's a question. Ben, one of Ben's point was, hey, look at that baby. Um, one of the, one hey, of Ben's, Christian, uh, Christian. In all fairness, there's a lot of heat this morning. I think these guys are both just about as good as it gets in college wrestling. I had Kyle Dake by 16 seconds of riding time. I mean, in all for all it's worth, I don't think that's thing. all that offensive. That's well, the thing. I don't well, get okay, Jordan. I'll just tell you where I came from. It was stuck in my head. I couldn't get it out. Michael Chandler rode you for two minutes and 30 seconds in the first period of the Big 12 championships in 2009. I understand that's not 2011, but at the same time, Michael Chandler's not Kyle Dake. And I also couldn't shake Kyle Dake not riding David Taylor because I did not think David Taylor was all that rideable. And then somehow, Kyle Dake freaking blew my mind and rode him. And so for what it's worth, I chose Kyle Dake by 16 seconds. So a match that I happened really in 2009 in my folks' that career, would which anybody. we already discussed, progressions of wrestlers. Yeah, is it, no, I agree. No, doesn't but, work like that. But Michael, Michael so Chandler is so not listen, Kyle Listen, let's Dake. just break down. Let's break down the seasons. Let's just break down the seasons. <laughs> Kyle senior year. I mean, I'm, I don't really care to talk about the past like that. We're talking about the future. 
Let's talk about right now. What do you mean, right? Let's go, bro. No, I mean, no, you're getting, that's you not. Scratch in, you keep hurting yourself. You're going to keep getting worse and worse. You're going to use that excuse stop, all the way down. Stop, stop, No, that's not what we're talking what about. Excuse? We're talking about two hypothetical oh, you're seasons. you're older. You're not who you used to be. I've never, no, I've never once said that. You're, you're the guy that said progressively. the groundwork? That's okay. That's okay. So, no, here's, so the here's the deal. I was like that, man. I used to be like that. I used to be injured. It used to suck to train. I couldn't train that hard. I know how it feels. It stinks. But that's I'm, okay. I don't understand what you're talking about that's right now. That's all right, buddy. Okay, so I don't get what you're talking about okay. exactly. I don't know what I'm trying to do at this point, but here, let me try. But here, um, here's the deal. Because I don't, I don't want this to come in. Because I, I can be honest. I had no idea Kyle was coming on the show. Um, that, that was my idea. Yeah, I thought it was only fair. I, I didn't think it was fair for only one side of the argument to be told. If we're gonna have an argument, a real genuine argument, I only figured it's fair if we have both sides. Otherwise. Jordan, you're going to tell a very compelling case. You have a great argument, I'm sure. I just didn't think it was fair if both Amazing sides were argument. told. I didn't even tell Christian. No, he did. So here's my and it's, question. It's, it's all good. Hey, here's the deal. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. But if we're stating hard, hard, cold facts here, and we're talking about our senior years in comparison to each other, I think I would have won. That's a that's the bottom line. That's why I'm here is to refute anything that Brocky say, anything that Askren says. And Kyle and Kyle coming on the show makes it even better because obviously he's going to be confident in his abilities. But if you just look at the numbers, period, if we're just going basically off of statistics, then I think that I beat him every time. So um, here's my question. I want to ask some questions. Jordan, would you have gone under Kyle? I wouldn't have to, bro. I wouldn't have to. I would have got. So that's a no. I'm thinking of. Hey, that's a good game plan. I wouldn't go under me either. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I could see a scenario. I, I think that makes sense if you go into it with a mindset, hey, I hey, got hey, five minutes especially to take him down. Another question. Are you going to cut me when I choose bottom? Yeah, sure. Are you going to go optional start and cut me? Sure. I, I'd love to. I go right? optional start. Listen, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about the guys that I've wrestled who are really tough. If you on try top to ride me for even a half a second, I'm going to reverse you, and Stop. then you're automatically. Stop, Stop well. it! Now you're being disrespectful. I'll step bro. over that leg instantly and reverse look back, you. Look back in my career and see how many times uh, I ever got reversed. Uh, I don't know if don't I've, worry, I've ever worry, been I'll, reversed. I'll make you I honestly don't career, know if I've ever been reversed. Don't worry. I'll throw that. I know. I. I know, I know you got taken stats down. Stats you came with. Yeah, what are the stats? <clears throat> All right, so here's the stats. So stats are I came with. I'm talking about, and, and if we're not going to talk about the totality of careers, even in which Kyle won NCAA titles, but I think I had a lot more depth than all of the weight classes that I competed in. How many national? We'll just champs? talk about. What do you mean? Did you got that in there? How many what? national champs? What? How many national champs did you beat along the way? Yeah, well, so I got I got the stats. So I beat so in college, but amongst my college career. So this is between my juniors and senior year. I beat five national champions, five different national champions. I beat three national champions in a single year. When I won an NCAA title 20, 2009, I beat three national champions in the same season. Three current national champions, not guys that would go on to become a national champ. I beat three national champions, current national champions in a single season at 157 my junior year. And I'm sure that no season you could say that. Overall, in my career, I beat five total national champions. I beat five additional guys that were national runner-ups. So that's 
10 total guys that were in the national finals, five of them were national champions. Let's see what else I got. Um, obviously, Andrew Howe, my senior year coming back. A mat return, bro? Stop. <laughs> Stop it. And I just suck the life out of you. I get on top of you. You can't say, so here's the deal. You are, you, you're saying you would have rode me on top. None of which happened. I, no one rode me my senior year of college. Never gave up a single riding time point. Number two, they're saying that I wouldn't take you down, which if you're saying Dave, David's the most prolific scorer, he got to your legs, he took you down. So you're saying David could take you down, but I couldn't take you down? Yeah, yeah. Different, if you look yeah, at freestyle match, we wrestled what eight times? We wrestled what eight times in freestyle? Yeah, I had, I had to I had to wrestle nine times before I wrestled you. You can't count that. What? Do you, why? Because you're sitting out fresh the whole time. What do you mean, bro? No, that's no, the no, name no, of the no, game. We the same tournament. Not one takedown. You got? I got Wait, run what, the clock like three, four times. That's not very. And how fair. many takedowns did you get, bro? <clears throat> Push you out twice. The only time, okay. the only offensive points. That, but that's what—that's my point. Here's, the point is not me taking you down. The point is you not taking me down. When we're on a level playing field. Kyle, how many takedowns did you give up your senior year? Because I could only find the one to David in the finals. I think it was one that year. I don't think I gave up any in my junior year and my sophomore year. I didn't give up any. Lies, you gave up. You gave up uh, on your sophomore year because you got beat by you got beat by Kevin Lavalley. Yeah, in overtime. I don't think it was a takedown. I think it was. I think it was escape. I'm pretty sure he took you down in the in the EIWA finals or EWL finals. All right, so one, one takedown. So two takedowns over three years. What what you got? Which was amazing, amazing. But as all I'm saying we, so is like, you're not taking. You're probably not going to take me down because I can just roll through. You, I mean, you saw what I did to Montel. You almost had me dead to rights. Scroll my way Montel out. Montel Marion? Montel Marion? Can you really compare Montel? Montel Marion. Montel was good. Scroll my way out. You can't come. There it is. It was freshman day. Yeah, I, I know. I know. I know you got that. I mean, unbelievable. Unbelievable. But this, it's, it is a different skill set altogether when it's Jordan Burroughs. Of course. And number two, like, if, we're just, if we're just talking about out. pure wrestling, if we're talking about pure wrestling, I wrestled you in that same season in freestyle only months after the you remember when they changed down the in rules Oklahoma and I would have beat you? In the, if we use UWW rules, I would have beat you? Bro, stop it, number one. What do you mean? We stop used it. the rules that were in effect that day. Number two, number two, how many takedowns? How many? Okay. All right, so let's just let's go back to that video. Let's go back to that video. Let's video watch how many how many times did I take you down? How many times did I take you down in that match? How many times did I take you down those two matches? If it was the traditional rules and I didn't have to wrestle four matches, one against the Andrew Howe that you're talking about in overtime for an extra like six or seven minutes, it would have been different. You know question. it. Okay. You know it would be different. You can't say. That I don't believe. Different. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. All right. I don't so how about it. you don't don't rescind your sit out. Just wrestle through the tournament. Rescind it. If it doesn't make a difference, rescind it. <laughs> yeah, but that's the spot that I rightfully <laughs> earned. Why would I? Oh, okay. You won't do that now because it does make the, a difference, and you know it. But I, I wrestle. Don't okay, so let's let's. Okay, so let's let's look back then at and perspective from this passion. One of the three positions that we're talking about in folk style. Let's let's look back There's at this past year where I wrestled. I'm going let's look back at this past year. Because I'm going to get riding time and I'm going to forgive this case. 
right, let's do this. Let's do USA this. wrestling. USA wrestling has made amendments to the rules specifically for you because you whined for the last five years so we could make final X so guys would be able to wrestle their best out of three series on a different day as the do mini you tournament. Want the best guy in the tournament, or do you do you want the guy who happened to get happened yeah, not ever I, go through it? You never, you never went through that. Yeah, because you I went through no the world championships. That was a little harder than the mini tournament. Yeah, I went through the world championships too. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, it's seventy nine kilos. Good for you, bro. Yeah, so I, I went. I went ahead and, and won two world titles. So I know what it's like. Yeah, seventy nine kilos. Huge advantage to be able to sit out. Huge advantage. You can't. You can't argue otherwise. And I don't if you think do, so. it's just silly. I don't think it's, it's I don't think silly. it's yeah okay, if, you, if you don't have if you don't have great conditioning, sure, it's a big advantage. If you don't have great if your conditioning level is not great, of course it's a big advantage. Difference. It's a matter of half percent difference. If I have half percent less energy in in the finals, that makes a difference. You gotta find a way to get it. You gotta find you a way to get to it. Works doesn't mean that it's wrong. Okay, here's okay, whatever. Human physiology. I'm not a scientist. So guys, we're off track. Let's bring it back to let's bring it back to final let's bring it back to final X this past year, twenty nineteen. Oh no, twenty thirteen. First twenty eleven. No, no, bring it back to twenty nineteen. You did this, man. Twenty nineteen. I'm saying my talking about my my ability to wrestle through one position. I'm counting all three positions. And that's but it. But if we're if we're talking Your if we're talking about version, my 2013 version, I'm beating it. Let's talk about Both trilogies, though. All right. So if we're talking about human physiology, if we're talking about trilogies, if you go back to this past year and watch me wrestle Imar at Final X here in Lincoln, 2019. Oh, in Lincoln, your hometown. Very close first right? match. Very listen. Very close first match. Lost the second what match. What are we talking about right now? Are we talking and about then dominated the third match. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking about, I'm talking about trilogies in which guys are on equivalent playing fields. Did I transfer it into a different person? No, you, but you're saying no, that you only lost the series because you were so extremely tired in the third match because of wrestling matches That's earlier in the day. I'm telling you, if we wrestle a third match, if we wrestle a three match series, if we wrestle a three match series, it yeah, doesn't I'm matter, gonna win, bro. I'm going to win these next two, no problem. Okay, you're, we'll you're see. getting old. You keep stretching out their practice. That's making you worse and worse. It's hurting you, man. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop so is this the best version of yourself? Is this the best That's version right. of yourself? I have a whole other year to get better. Oh my gosh, yes. You are in for a well, rubber hurt. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, we're cutting. A, we're cutting a trial yeah, yeah, yeah. now. Uh, Stop it! I think people it's, are it's be... 2011 versus 2013. That's all we're ben, talking about ben, right now. Have you have you not what? learned anything? That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> are you listening to them? They don't want to talk. Listen, about it. no, no, no hold on. The, the, you know, 2013. Stop it! When I said 2013, 2011, you're like, I don't want to talk about the past. Let's talk about now. All right, let's talk about it. You were the, you were the guy that said this specifically. <laughs> I thought it's, listen, the, it's, the same, it's the same thing. You're gonna be saying the same thing a year from now. You're gonna be like, oh, I had to I had to wrestle the day before and I had a couple of tough matches. You don't understand human physiology. I lost my half a percent. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm not feeling this well, great. Well, you well, had this well, advantage. Well, well, now you're trying to convince so me to give up the advantage that I earned by matter. being a world medalist. So you're like, give it up. I have a question you about you. Sure, sure well. Let me ask a question about the advantage. Since that's where we're going. Hold on. Hold on. If we're talking about the advantage, let's talk about it. Here's the questions I've had. One, in the there. 2017 – hold on, Ben. 
Jeez. Just okay. relax. 2017 <laughs> Open. 2017 Open. Even playing field. Okay. Jordan lost and Ed Rio had to sit out. So in that instance, they were the, the playing field was leveled. That was a crazy match. I'm sure Kyle has a lot to say about that match. Remember how that match transpired. But that match happened in 2017. And then, uh, more recently, Kyle, you went up at 79 when the playing field, when you could have got it and set yourself up for 2016 so that Jordan would potentially not have to uh, sit out for the Olympic trials, but you went up to 79. So did you not forego my plan? My option? plan was in 2019 to go down to 74. You can, you can, I actually, I told Daniel Cormier because we were watching Game of Thrones together and he was really jealous that I was able to watch it. Um, but I told him my plan is to go 74 kilos and that's what I'm going to do. And he was pretty pumped about it uh, being a cowboy. And he was like, man, that's crazy. Then I got some, I got an injury, had to get surgery, had to come back. And the only way I was going to be able to wrestle that year is if I was, if I stayed at 79, that was the only way. And I had to take that because it, it, it was important for my family. It was important for my future. So I needed to do what was best for them. And there was no way I was going to be ready to get back in time for the scheduled final X. It just wasn't going to happen. So that's the only reason that I didn't go 74 last year to, to take a spot. Understood. Okay. okay. That does clarify that uh, that much anyways. So, I, man. Um, it's not going to happen. This has been quite a surprise for me. Um, I think, I don't know if we got much closer to any sort of resolution. Not that I think we could have expected that. But Yeah, the resolution me, The resolution is is is, T, is, is TBD. It's TBD. No, What's no. That? This match can, this match can hey, never actually happen. Match. Let's do it. No, no, no. It's 2013 versus 2011. So, what's, so, what's your, so if we're talking here, what's your best style? If we're just talking purely, what's your best style? Right now? Or 2013? 2013, folk style is my best style for sure. No, right now. Is that what you're asking? I think that's what you're asking. 2013, yeah, my best style is folk style. Of course. You, you didn't wrestle freestyle often. In, 20, in 2011, your best style was? Folk style. Was mm, folk style. Okay. Unquestionably, right. unquestionably. All right. I just was the best wrestler in the world. I was the best wrestler in the world, regardless of style, bro. Yeah. You're talking stylistically. I'm thinking just pure, purely from wrestling's perspective. Guys that go, guys that have really high quality folk style careers are the guys now that are transitioning to have amazing freestyle careers. If we look at our guys that are making the team within their collegiate seasons, we're looking at guys like Dayton Fix, Kyle Snyder. Gable Steveson, guys, Bo Nickel, guys that are fresh off of their college Jayden careers. Jaden Cox, of course, right? And so I think if we're looking purely at those guys, right, which I imagine that you would consider all those guys great folk stylers, I think that just because of my success in freestyle, guys just dismiss my success in folk style. No, I'm not dismissing your success in folk style at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. You were a good I folk think so. style wrestler. You were really good. You won a Hodge. That's great. I'm just saying that you weren't as good as I was. Kyle, you don't think Jordan takes you down in a, in a, basically you I looking at if he takes neutral, it's probably five minutes where you're on your feet if you don't get a takedown. You don't think he can take you down? Even if he takes me down once, it doesn't matter. That's two to two. We'll go into thirty second ride out and I'll ride him out there. <laughs> Stop. He's gonna take me down three times and to my zero in order to beat me in this match. I disagree. That's not happening. That is not happening. I disagree. Well, I don't need, I don't, so how how would I need three takedowns? How would I need? I don't. I don't understand. How would I need three takedowns to beat you? Well, you get a takedown. 
I can escape okay. or reversal, probably a reversal. And then I ride you. So it's probably two. <laughs> I probably have two minutes of riding time and it's two to Comical. two after the first period. I choose bottom. I get out in about 10 seconds or I reverse you because you cut me or I get out in about 10 seconds because you cut me or I reverse you. And then in the third period, you have no option but to go down and you're stubborn enough to want to do that. And then I'll ride you for the no, whole period. I wouldn't go I down. I wouldn't go. I'm so confident in my feet that I wouldn't need to go down. That's the thing. <laughs> okay. So then, so then it's, it's, still, it's still five to two. You pick neutral. It's five to four. I get out six, six to four. You get another takedown at six to six. Now I'm we taking an overtime riding time. Or ride out and I win. I don't even need to take you down. Are you getting a turn? Are you getting a turn on top? All I can do is left you on the mat, and I still beat you. Are you getting a turn on top? I'm not. Even, I'm not even. I'm not even talking about that. I don't even need to. Would you get? Would you get a turn? Could you just ride. Could I take you down? Of course, I could take you down. No <laughs> okay. doubt about it. No doubt about it. Okay. But my point is that what my about- mat wrestling is. Years. It's no problem. It's not. It's not. So, not so explain, explain to me. Explain to me. Explain to me. Then the okay. the Don't first round three zero. Uh, explain the first round match to me with Mark Martin that you won three zero. If you're so prolific yeah, from your feet, you can take down anyone Matt, and you can turn I mean, anyone. What did I just say? Were you listening at all? I said I don't need to take you down. I said it's all Matt wrestling. Listen. Oh, Matt. Listen but you I'm said saying. you could turn me as well. Matt wrestling. I would get it. I would take you. So down. that's the difference between Matt me and you. If I can do something, if I can do something. You're gonna actually engage and probably try to take me down, and if that happens, bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> so, I okay. mean, basically, basically, this comes down to Kyle doesn't think it's you will take him down. If you do, you have to do it multiple times, and he will ride you if it ever comes down to which that. I'm completely you, okay with. And you believe, and you completely believe, Jordan, that you would take him down. So there we are. You think you take him down, and you wouldn't have to go under him. And Kyle Dix doesn't think you take him down. He thinks. Oh, if, don't don't get me wrong. I think I would take him down. Don't get me wrong. I would definitely uh, take him down. No doubt about it, but I don't need I disagree. to. That's oh. the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm more versatile than but that's just a, needing to get taken. See, see that's the difference between bottom. me and you, that's though. That's, why folks that's the so difference cool. between me and you. See, that's the difference between There's me no, and you, though, and that's no why. Between you and me and folk style, come on, stop. And freestyle. The no difference more is if you if you look at if you look at your scores if you look at your scores through the NCAA tournament of your senior year. Yeah, I don't give up any points. And you don't score many. What are you talking about? I so, pin yeah. people. I yeah, pin okay. people. Okay, I'm get looking at your. At the, at the national you had zero pins. You okay, so explain to me why you had zero pins at the NCAA tournament your senior year. My, my, I didn't get up any points. You had zero pins. You just say you pin people. Yeah, yeah, three. Yeah, I did. How many pins did I have that season? You had 18. But you, how many did you have at the NCAA tournament? How many pins do you have at the NCAA away? tournament? What are you talking about? Well, guys are running away from me. I still managed to score a whole ton, a whole bunch of points. People, did, people were trying. Didn't they were like, man, if I can sneak one, I'm just going to run away the whole time. Okay, so I'm a I'm a returning national champion. I'm ranked number one in the country. I'm a prolific scorer my senior year. You think guys weren't running for me? Oh, I'm I'm sure they were, but they weren't afraid to wrestle you on the mat. Okay, so let me so let me let me mention my scores. Anymore. So here's here's your scores at the NCAA tournament your senior year. 3-0 against Mark Martin from OSU, TOSU. LeBlanc from Indiana, 10-0. Silzer from Virginia, 13-0. That's a Caldwell, lot of too. What are you talking about? Caldwell, Where is all this coming from? Caldwell, Tyler Caldwell, who I had wrestled in the national finals, 3-0. And then Taylor, 
Uh-huh. Okay, so now let me tell you my scores of my NCAA tournament, my senior year. Okay. Did anybody tell you those scores? Back to you that, buddy. All right. Ethan Headley, 23-7. 23-7. Justin Lister. <laughs> yeah, all escape points that I gave, that I forfeited. Who are these guys? Are we saying? I didn't hear you. <laughs> I didn't hear you said. Justin Lister from Binghamton. I'm sure you know him well, bro. He's a New York kid. Oh, yeah. I remember him. Shut him out a few times. Who injury defaulted in the second period when I was already up 15-9. Scott Winston, 23-8. Wow, that's a lot of points. Scott Winston, 23-8. Colt Sponseller, 14-6. Tyler Caldwell, 11-3. That's a lot of points. That's, How what's what's the tally there? What's the tally are we looking at? I'm working on it. Give me the ratios. <laughs> He's crunching the <laughs> He's crunching, the, <laughs> he's crunching the numbers. Like a KD ratio. Oh. But I think, I think, you know, Jordan, this is the trap you can fall in with Kyle, though. With you could, This is the trap I fell in when I was prognosticating the Dake versus Taylor all-star match. I said, you compare these point differentials. You do this, you do that, and you come up with the answer. It spits out David Taylor, and then they hit, and then it, three times the same thing happened. So that is a trap you can fall into, although, listen, I, I'm the one uh, – I picked I picked you to win this matchup, but I think that is a common trap that people Christian fall into. Never picked me. I don't think the only reason they picked me is because he was embarrassed the last couple of times. What do you mean? He was like, man, I am I am wrong so many times. I need to finally pick him to win. That's not true. And then I, I keep proving you wrong, and then you picked me and prove you right. So I think there's a lesson to be learned. You're incorrect. Shit. You're incorrect, Kyle. I picked David to beat you one time at the All Star. I never picked against you again there. Um, I picked Jordan to beat you. Probably every time, and that has been Actually, mostly you want to right. Know something funny? I am probably the most unsuccessful, maybe after Logan, uh, fantasy wrestler of all time. So that's all. That's all that matters. I picked you to beat Ringer. I picked you to beat Ringer. I picked you to beat Zahid. So don't 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 paint me me as some decator. It's, a, it's all right, Chris. I forgive you, bro. Don't worry about There's it. There's nothing it's to forgive. Fine. That's my record. You have my record. You, you, no, Cal, you gave up the wrong record. You said I never picked against, or I only pick against you. It's categorically untrue. Why are you moving around so much, Jordan? Are you nervous? What's that? You keep What's switching, that? fidgeting, moving around. Why are you so nervous? <laughs> I'm not nervous at all, bro. Listen, here's 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 the thing. People going on. I don't know what's going on with you, man. You keep switching positions. You all right? Here's the thing, as the only we can never settle this, right? But obviously we have a match that I hope happens in the future, depending upon your ability to get to me. Depending upon your ability to get to me, we'll have a rematch here soon in the future. Yeah, whole year. You better start training. Okay. Here's here's what I'm here's all I'm saying to you is I watched you wrestle at the Mateo Pelicone. You look great. Had tremendous day. But I can tell you what, 74 kilos is a lot different than 79 kilos, and I'm sure you felt that difference earlier on in that tournament. Yeah, because guys I are watched, really strong. Yeah, and I watched you go a uh, one- or two-point match with a guy that I had never even seen before. Who were, the, who were those two guys that I wrestled the first match? I tacked them. You had a pretty close match with them at the World Championship, didn't you? No, that I have no idea guy? who you're talking about. No, I'm talking about the guy from Turkey. I'm talking about the guy from Turkey. What about you, the guy from Turkey that beat three, three, to, three to one? What about the guy from What about the match from Turkey? I wrestled literally seven minutes after my last match. Okay. That's awesome. fine. I okay. beat him. 
That's all that matters. I beat them. And then what happened in the finals? You, okay. you had a great match. Yeah, Congratulations, bro. And then what did he do? All right, all right. But, but here's the deal. Everything, everything that – just because – listen. Because of what We're you've listening. done against those guys. You telling us to listen. We get it. You Just talk. We don't need every to tell me to listen. You, I'm listening. Every time – You've had a tremendous results against everyone else in the world. You look great against everyone else, but me. That's the bottom line. Like you have tremendous results against everyone but me. So yeah, you can talk about how you've won a world championship. Oh my gosh. I wish it happened a couple weeks ago. That would have been fantastic. Yeah, you would be at you would be at home trying to prepare. You'd be at home trying to prepare for what you're gonna do for the rest of the summer now that you can make the team. Airbnbs out in out in Tokyo. We'd have all of our tickets settled. It's perfect. All, all, You'd be probably Airbnb and somewhere on the beach as you figured out what was next for you. Oh man, it would have been great. I'm, well, I'm is... excited. I'm excited for this. I, I can't wait to see. You better, you better start your playing is, a little bit harder, protests. stretching a little bit more. I don't, I'm better, just you, fine, you're not bro. Be able to handle it. You're not going to be able to handle it. I'm, the pressure. I'm, I'm so just much fine. Better. I'm getting younger and younger every day. Well, that's, that's we shall see. I know it sounds bogus, but you don't understand the human body. Not many people do. But I'm getting younger we and younger see. every single day. Can you stop fidgeting. And when you were younger ah, and younger, it, that didn't that didn't work out very well for you. That didn't work very well for you. No, when I was younger, I was I was injured. I was contemplating retirement. I wasn't ready to compete. I had a, I had a few weeks to get ready. That's how you're gonna feel. You're not you're not gonna be able to train that hard. You're not gonna be able to do it. You're not gonna be the same guy. And why is that? I'm instilling that doubt into you because you know it's true. You're not going to be the same guy. I don't. I feel bad for you, bro. It's you know you're living in the past, and that's all you got now. Well, hey, I'm going to got... be stronger, oh, yeah. better, faster. I'm going to be younger. I keep getting younger every single day because I actually none of which you've how to never, none of which you've ever it's been. Incredible. Chronologically, yeah, you got me. Biologically, I'm getting younger and younger. You're getting older and older. Sorry, bud. Well, I do feel I do. like this I am, is. Some... I, am, I am getting older, very true, but I don't think that's going to make your a difference. Your tissues are getting less strong. You're just not. We're just not going to be the same guy, and it stinks. You're all right, like, all that, right. That groundwork is getting laid. You'll have plenty of excuses. People will still say you're a legend. You know, you've got all these medals. You did great. It's fantastic. Everyone's going to look at your career and be like, "Man, this is probably one of the greatest ever." And I and I wish it would have happened last year. That way, people wouldn't have the excuse of you getting older. It's unfortunate that it's happened to happen this way. We can all right. Okay, so this, is, yes, let's cut this. Let's cut it. Let's cut it. You guys, listen. I'll just tell I you. I love guys, it. I'm, I love this. A, I love this because <laughs> this is. I, I I absolutely love this. I love this, and I'm. Your body doesn't love it. Your deep excited. front line is tugging on your spine. You're freaking out. You're fidgeting everywhere. I know your I'm not freaking out at all, bro. I can see those cortisol levels changing in which your is, body which language. Is, which is great. <laughs> which is great. Which is great because it makes me even more prepared for the match that we're going to have. The, the imminent matchup. Number one, you've got to make it to me. You've got a lot of tough you're guys in your way. Sorry. I, was that? I, I, I missed hope, that. I'm I sorry. Train hard enough. I hope you train hard enough to get there. All right. I don't get where. I'm already there. I'm already there, bro. That's the I'm already there. Those tissues out. Will you stop fidgeting, <laughs> bro? Guys, stop it. Guys, knock it off. Knock it off. Knock it off. Mute them. Knock it off. Mute them. 
It's over. It's a it's draw. Over. It's over. Listen. No. It, no. Uh -uh. <laughs> I'll let here. Listen to me, and then we'll. I'll. You'll each get a last <laughs> word. Close, do, closing hey, argument. Ben, closing ben, argument. You're not helping. You're not helping. You stop to <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> finish right. it up. Dake, last word. Jordan, last word. Whoa, whoa, word. whoa! Why do I have to go first? Okay, Jordan. Who cares? Jordan, you go. Sixty seconds. For sure. For sure. Here's the. I. I don't even have to say much. I don't even have to say much. The bottom line for me is I know. What I'm capable of. So regardless, ever you're about human physiology, biology, science, something you read in a book, some someone told you. If we're just going to the bare bone facts, I'm a competitor, and I'm going to be prepared. That's all I know. And so that's really all I need to stand on and rest on. I'm confident in my abilities. I'm not thinking about my age. I've had past success, and I'm ready for whatever challenge this guy presents. He's got to wrestle a few matches before he even gets to me, but I'll be ready. That's it. Bottom line, I don't, I don't, I don't really talk much. I don't really talk much. If that's one thing that you've known about me over the, the bulk of my career, I don't really talk much. I remember back in 2013 when you did an interview, someone asked you, "What's it going to take to beat the best wrestler in the world?" Later on this evening in the finals of the trials, and you said, "I am the best wrestler in the world," and then I proved that you weren't, and I continuously proved that you weren't every single time we've competed. So regardless of how many people you wrestled earlier on the day, regardless of how much science you have on your side, how Tenant, your glasses are that you wear around the house. What color the screen on your phone is? Whether you walk around hey, you barefooted or not, and lay on your roof. Wait, 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 Kyle. The bottom line. The she bottom asking, line she was is. Asking what I do to help you? Oh, okay, that was probably you texting from her phone, huh? Who asked you that? Your wife did. Oh, she stop! No, what machine I use for recovery? Don't lie. Come on. All right, Dave's last word. Oh, the Kyle, Kyle. Oh, the oh. Are you talking about the juve? Are you talking about the juve? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you still using it? Hope so. All right, Kyle. Get <laughs> all, right, this is Kyle. All, the, all, the, all the science in the world can't hey, help the, you, bro. The science won't lie. The physics don't lie. I'm moving way better now. You're moving way worse now. That's all that there is to it. I mean, we're, there's going to be a time when this happens, and I'm really excited for it because it's just going to prove so what's, my point And what's right. going to be and your excuse after? that's going to be – my excuse is going to be that I just decimated you. That's it. Well, there you're, you have it. You're, going to, you're not going to be the same guy. You'll have plenty of excuses to get through it, and that's okay. It's because you don't, you, you know, you're just doing the same thing that you've always done, and you just keep getting worse and worse. Sorry about your tissues, bro. Your legs, you keep stretching those legs after practice. <laughs> your neck, neck, My tissues. On. Do, that, do that classic training. Thank you. Oh, Thank you so much for caring so much about my tissue. I appreciate that. Man, I care about everybody's. It stinks seeing people walk around in pain. All right. Well, we can end on that note. Seeing people yeah. in pain is bad. And I think Jordan and Kyle can agree on that. I can agree that this was the wildest FRL <laughs> of all time. And I don't know in how history. it could have been any different in history. Kyle Dake, Jordan Burroughs, two of the best to ever do it. Folk style, freestyle. Who would win? We will never know. But we will find out. In probably April of 2021, where these two stand in freestyle April wrestling. April 2021. We'll see hey, you then. get there, buddy. I hope you get there. All right, we'll see you Don't hurt then. yourself. Don't retire too soon. I, don't, oh, I need I, you to I, not I, retire. <laughs> I want you to leave the shoes on the mat after I beat you. Hey, Caleb, cut him. Cut him. <laughs> Thank you both. Thank you both. See ya. Y'all got each other's numbers. If not, we can connect it. Um, okay. That really happened. I really did not... Ben, you're you're a, 
You're my enemy. <laughs> um, enemy! Enemy! I just gave you the greatest show in FRL history! <laughs> you need to give me a bonus! Ben! Oh, man, I was not, um... I was not ready for that. I tr I truly... We did not know that was happening. I did not know that was happening. I'm actually... You know what? You actually told happened? me... You actually told me not to make that happen, but I, it wouldn't have been fair. You're going to let Jordan tell his very compelling case without someone arguing against him? Hey, Ben. Come on. Hey, Ben. What? There, there's, a, there's a reality where Jordan could have come on, and then if Kyle had the notion, he could have come on. That would have been fair. It would have been fine. There's not... Ah. Hey, oh, wow. It wasn't fair that I didn't have someone on my side when I presented the argument. Well, it's not fair. Fair. I, yeah, I did tell you, don't do that. <laughs> you did it anyway. You defied me. You're totally unmanageable, Ben. And you know what? I'm not just mad at you. I'm mad at Caleb Blakeman in the back. Because that's, yeah. that's a cold setup from Caleb. Because he knew this whoa, was whoa, happening, whoa. but I didn't. Someone I just knew. wanted yep. good TV. Yeah, he said he just wanted good TV, but you know what? He, he cold set me up. Now, I, I, I loved it at the same time, but I would have liked to give Jordan a heads up there. But, you know, it, it definitely devolved into something completely different. Um, it, 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 it devolved into Dake cutting promos and psychologically barbing Jordan for 2021 and that was the entirety of of Dake's message it was he was not really about the 20, 2011 versus 2013 it's like all it was all about him sitting out is all about chronological biological We're, there was tissue what? talk cortisol he saw the what? cortisol levels in Jordan increase before our eyes what? What did that even mean? I don't know. Kyle Dick is also Benjamin Button. He's getting younger He's every getting day. He's getting younger. Yeah. We broke how so many it, stories here. How did how did Jordan Burroughs not call him on that one? I mean, Jordan Burroughs, that was the most obvious one. Man, you're saying you're getting younger. That's not even possible. What are you talking about? Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I, when he first said it, I was like, hold on. That doesn't actually make a lot of sense. Uh, but... Um, <laughs> dang it, Ben. Um, so I think there's a lot, man. And I've said it on FRL for a while. Kyle Dake does not like the trials process. He does not oh, like yeah. the fact that these guys get to sit out. He's talked about it on Twitter. He's talked about it here. He's talked about it here even more. And um, I was, I did, I was glad to hear him uh, basically explain how him having to sit out uh, or him having to go 79 was a result of his injury. But man, I. I couldn't help but think that this was all about the the head games they wanted to play with each other. Um, had, okay, so go ahead. I had stats ready to go. I know before the show started, JB was like, "You guys didn't have any stats," and he's not wrong because, to be honest with you, I thought uh, I figured I would be on Dake Island by myself uh, when we did that show. I did not expect uh, the fans to pick Dake, and I did not expect Ben to pick Dake. Um, but I had facts ready to go. I did my research. And I know Jordan did his research, um, so I kind of feel bad that Jordan didn't get to just uh, do his thing. I had another point um, that I was going to make uh, about their trajectories, right? Like in 2011, they've, they, they're basically you could say they're on kind of similar trajectories from 2011 for Burroughs on, 2013 for Dacon. And while they're not at the exact same time. They're both going up and to the right for a couple years there, and they've basically plateaued, leveled off about for their level of excellence. They're not getting incredibly better. And so they basically, they hit their apexes. Their apexes have overlapped, and Jordan has shown to be better in that way. And 
it also to me I think that Dake's start in 2013 was not as high as Jordan Burroughs in in 2011. I think Jordan was much more world class at wrestling overall, and I think the the whole freestyle. Free, the, hold on, no, not at okay. freestyle at folk style too. It, it was abs- it was the undisputed hot <laughs> trophy winner that year. You you want to look back to all these years? Just like you're going back to 2009 because Michael Chandler wrote him. Like, I mean, what? Dake was also the undisputed Hodge Trophy winner that was. year. And Jordan's right. He does not get credit for being a good enough folk style wrestler. No. I totally agree with that. I, I'm on board with I that. But I said he's one of the greatest of all time. No, I, I know. I know, I know you didn't, Ben. I'm just saying, like, that is, like, a thing. But that's a fact. He, do- he doesn't get enough respect for being a good folk style wrestler. But at the same time, we also view Kyle Dake as a guy that a lot of times just got by. Not necessarily squeaking out wins but you know 4-0 something like that 2013 Kyle Dake had a 75% bonus percentage and pinned 18% of his opponents which is almost 50% of the guys he wrestled so this guy was dominant from every position that year and was pinning dudes and as he said he didn't give up a point the whole time instead of ways till the finals and I, I looked at every match every result of his last night and outside of like two matches uh, where I couldn't find video or an exact match-by-match breakdown, I only found one match where he gave up a takedown, and that was in the finals to David. Yeah, and that could Damn. be true. But I, I think, listen, you throw out – it's easy to say that, but you just have to throw out – this is just a completely different being when you're talking about Jordan, in my mind. It's just a completely different level. The guys he was taking down routinely – and you could say folks out freeze. I, I don't – He's taken down Dennis Sargush. He's taken down Godarzi. He's taken down all these guys multiple times. I mean, he, the only way he could score, he didn't have a lace at this point, right? It was just winning a takedown tournament. And yeah. basically, you're, you're saying you're going into this match. Jordan basically admitted he would go into it with the mindset of, like, I'm just going to win this match on my feet. And I think if he goes that knows that going into the match, I think he gets multiple takedowns against Kyle Dake. I may be crazy, and maybe Dake gets a well, takedown I mean, and rides him, but I just don't see that. At first, it was going very well because Dake was like the guy who was the most prolific scorer in that era in NCAA wrestling. David Taylor scored one takedown on him in three matches. And in those three matches, he scored one point, two points, and four points. And in the last match, one of those was kind of a bogus stall call. Um, he, he shut him down. And I, I'm i not saying he would completely shut down Burroughs and not give him a takedown. I just think that he would limit his offense, and I think he would, he would win. All right. Well, do, I, do I get to make a point here? I still haven't got to make a point. Oh, okay. You've done enough. You guys are, Go ahead. You guys, are, you guys are cutting me off. So I actually did my homework also because I thought maybe foolishly that I might actually get a word in this morning. Um, and I, you know what? I'm glad they got to argue because at the end of the day, uh, they're both so elite. I didn't really want to like make point, make negative points in either one of them. Why the other one would beat them? I, I mean, I, so I think it's, I think it's almost hilarious how they were. Jordan was getting upset about uh, a fictitious, fictitious tournament that we ran over quarantine. But That's I watched. The here, thing. <laughs> here's here's I, yeah. Keep going. Hold on. Here's who I watched. I watched Burroughs Howe. I watched uh, Burroughs Taylor series in four in fourteen, and then Burroughs Dake in thirteen. I'm not so sure that Burroughs gets by David Taylor in the semis after watching those matches. So remember that was 2014 David Taylor versus 2011 Jordan Burroughs. Those matches were crazy. I went went back and rewatched those. They were awesome. 
Um, I love that. I love that you how you selectively uh, how you selectively include freestyle results and freestyle. You exchanges. do the same thing. I, I'm. I think it's fine. You guys are the ones dismissing. No, ben is the it's one. not. No, no, I'm not. I, yes. I, I did not dismiss piles. I did not dismiss. How did I dismiss? Because you're basically saying when I say Jordan Burroughs in 2011 won the world championships, you say in freestyle. However, you are so quick to draw. Uh, a comparison when David Taylor cradled him at the open twice. So twice. you can't just you can't just say okay freestyle. Well, yeah, he won the worlds in freestyle. Like that's crazy. The one thing if it was Greco, Ben, he won it in freestyle. He won it strictly okay. on leg attacks. He didn't get counters off of of crotch lifts and, and a leg lace. He double leg guys. He re attack guys. He hit single yeah. legs on guys. That's how he scored points. Yes. Okay. And. <laughs> And the point I made earlier was that I picked Dake by riding time. Michael Chandler rode him for two minutes and 30 seconds. Don't don't tell me. Don't tell me. That doesn't matter at all. Because I realized there was a two-year you gap You can't bring up that Mark Martin win. Yeah, well, you bring only, up freaking Mark Martin. Give me only, a break. Hold on. So, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. I only brought so, up Mark Martin because you brought up a Tyler Caldwell win. Kyle Dake is not Michael Chandler. I never in my wildest imagination thought Kyle Dake would be able to ride David Taylor. I didn't think that could happen. Kyle Dake rode him. Kyle Dake was not an outstanding turner. He was good. But he was one of the most elite riders that we've had in the last 20 years. And thinking that he gets riding time on someone is not that far out of the question. So I'm sorry, Jordan, that I thought that he got a, a, you know, a minute or whatever riding time. Um in addition, it kind of makes it even easier now that Jordan said he was going to cut him. Yeah, he's going to cut him, but he was also not going to go under him. He basically mentioned that too. So, well, ba so basically, Kyle's got a good point because he's going to need multiple takedowns because then it would be two to two because he's also not going to ride him. So basically you're saying Jordan would have, let's call it six minutes, but actually probably six minutes and 30 seconds to get two takedowns. Or if it goes to overtime, he'll have seven minutes and 30 seconds to get two takedowns on Kyle Dake. Does that 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 to me sounds much more likely than the than him getting fewer than that? But seven then and are we saying neutral? Are you saying Kyle can't get any takedowns? Seven and a half minutes neutral. So how got how got two takedowns? On yes. Burrows in that middle. How how wrestled? Uh, how how's pace impacted? Jordan, I don't. And they, that wasn't Dake's game. Yeah, and actually there was one segment in the first period where. Uh, it was two to one, Jordan. Howe had a single leg. Jordan did this really awesome scramble, knocked into his butt. But then as Howe pops up, he kind of like puts Jordan's knee in a precarious position. And Jordan was about to give up the takedown, but he, he yelled because his knee hurt, obviously. And, you know, the ref blew it dead, which, uh, you know, I'm not so sure you're supposed to do. Uh, and see, this is like, I hate bringing that up. It's freaking stupid. Like, I don't want to make the counterpoints against Jordan, but. If we're talking about two of the greatest of all time, we have to measure every little single nuance of the match. Well, we did do that. We have measured it. And the funny thing is that this whole segment has involved landmines where we pick <laughs> Kyle Snyder to lose to Gelagayev and Colin Moore fireman's carrying Jake Varner. And that drew the ire of two world, uh, uh, an Olympic champion and a world champion, multiple champions, uh, and, and they wanted to talk about it. You so. guys were talking about uh, the most competitive people in wrestling? Okay. Seriously, seriously. That's it. And you know, it's funny. We're, we're talking about something in, in – um, it's kind of unrelated, but I was talking about like uh, wrestlers wrestling and when they would wrestle and, and you know, when – 
a match could potentially happen for the season when we return to wrestling again. And I was like, it's not about money for some of the, for a lot of these guys. The pride of putting it on the line outweighs any cost or anything they could earn in this. And that, that has nothing to do with Dake or, Ta- or, or Burroughs or anyone. But I'm just saying the pride that these guys have in their results and their legacies are – that's in many ways how they are defined, fair or not. That is how people – it's Kyle Dake, four-time national champion, two-time world champion. It's Jordan Burroughs, you know, world and Olympic champion, Hodge Trophy winner, as is Kyle. So interesting stuff. Um, we can we can move on. I don't know if it's over um, because <laughs> well, it's come up on quite a few shows. And ben I'll be is, back next week. Ben is going rogue on me. <laughs> And uh, I would have loved, you know, I, I had some questions for Jordan that I wasn't able to ask. Um, I did tell Mark, I told Mark Bader this morning because I knew he could keep a secret. Yeah, he can. He can. <laughs> um, now I'm mad at Bader. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, uh, I figured he knew too because uh, based on the tweet he sent. Uh, so I think, um, I don't even know what I was going to say, man. I'm just mad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so oh, I wanted to ask you about about uh, guys training, non Americans training in America. Oh, that would have gotten him all pissed off. He was already he was already mad enough, Christian. That was just that would be his unnecessary to make. Jordan, well, he mad. wouldn't have been mad if you hadn't brought Dake on. Dake was just antagonizing. No, him. no, guys, you saw even before we started rolling live, you saw he was he was getting pissy with me about it. And he, it's like, bro, I picked you to lose by riding time in a fictitious match. And which, if you said, if, if Jordan asked me, okay, 10 matches, who wins, who wins 10? I said, ah, probably Kyle four, Jordan, or Kyle six, Jordan four. Like, I think it's a highly competitive match in which either guy could win. And it's fictitious. And you guys saw it. He was getting mad at me over nothing. I think, I thought, I didn't think he seemed mad on the call um, during the show. Uh, I think he wanted to Prior, get his little. Up I, think he Prior, to, though. I think he wanted to set the tone there. Um, I, I would say. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We can move on. That was. <laughs> but yeah, I if you want to talk about who was, Dake was the one bringing all the heat like, in terms of like barbs and like aggression. I thought he was way more aggressive than than Jordan was. And also, yeah, it, it really speaks. But but here, so you say Ben was uh, Jordan was kind of he was irritated with you. But you he, about a fake match. Kyle Dake thinks I picked against him in all these matches that I didn't pick against him. But these guys... You probably, you probably did. I absolutely didn't. It's on... The best <laughs> part about it is it's all written down or live on the internet to this day. You could go back and look when I picked him. The, the times I've been c- consistently against him are against Jordan Burroughs. Which, by the way, that's been a pretty good um, prognostication to this point. Uh, I agree. So, I'm not anti-Dake. I just happen to think... Jordan Burroughs would win this match, and we can go on to another thing. Um, so okay, of- just wait. Can, can, I, can I say one thing? And I know I know you guys feel the same way. These two are are two of the best 165 pound folks out wrestlers ever. And the, the, the all decade bracket was crazy because you had David Taylor and all else who I would throw in that same conversation. And so at the end of the day, these wrestlers and listen, I I, I had to deal with this. Before I was on FRL, I would get so mad when people would get upset with you guys doing the show. You got to pick someone. We're doing a bracket. We're going to pick a freaking winner, guys. Someone's going to be pissed. Someone's going to be happy. But at the end of the day, this is our job is to pick a winner, to pick a loser. Sorry. Yes, you should be sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So 
Uh, a couple other things. One, I have to read. We're, we're doing uh, uh, on-air ad reads. I'm going to do one right now. Okay. What? This is an ad. This is an ad for Flow Wrestling. It was shaping up to be the biggest and best NCAA season in recent history until it wasn't. Watch Flow Wrestling's The Season That Wasn't and learn about how the 2020 season came to a crashing halt one week before the NCAA tournament. Tune in this Friday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time at flowwrestling.com slash STW. We're going to show that trailer. Not yet, though. We're going to show that in just a little bit. We're going to have the filmmaker who made that film on uh, here after a little Ooh. while. We've got some more stuff to get into. Yeah, let's piss Uh-oh. some more wrestlers off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who else can we make? Hey, here we go. I, I can't get on this wrestler's good side no matter what. Um, even though I used to pick him to win basically everything, Nick Wazdowski versus Alan Gelagaya for the best heavyweight of the decade. Yes, that's right. Alan Gelagaya double landmined his way. People to- <laughs> are big, big mad on Twitter when, big we, we, mad. when we put these polls out because they're like, where's Schneider? Where's Nelson? Landmine. Where's Kassar? Landmine. Kassar? Landmine. <laughs> they just, they're not very happy. <laughs> They got to deal with it. They should be mad. You guys are communist sympathizers. They should be upset with you guys. <laughs> I'm it's not fair. a communist sympathizer at all. Um, I just, I just picking matches. You know, I don't think you're a communist sympathizer if you pick Sajalayev to win a match. So uh, I wouldn't think picking Gelagayev to win a match is any different. No, you're a communist sympathizer if you pick Sajalayev. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah you are. Okay. Yeah, so Sa- Sajalayev versus uh, Nomad. If you pick, if you pick Sajalayev, you're a communist sympathizer. Uh yeah okay all right there you have yeah. it you can't pick good wrestlers based on what country they're from all right so but I <laughs> I'm not gonna go first Nick was I got why is Wisdowski why is mad at you I don't he's, even know he's not but his his mother often is and I <laughs> I she's a nice lady just does not like me um so and that's okay. She yelled at me after – well, multiple times. But she yelled at me after uh, Nick beat Kuhn because I foolishly picked Adam Kuhn and Gwiz absolutely destroyed him. Okay, so soon. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, bad pick, bad pick, Christian. Bad pick, <laughs> bad pick. <laughs> um, I, I can't go triple landmine. I can't do it. Uh, and and I, I was tempted to pick Gil Gaev after the Gwizdowski tweet that you saw yesterday. I know you saw it, CP. Um, yes. So I got – I got slightly tempted. What if I told I you? Was, what if I told oh. you that that Gelagayev tech falled him in folk style in college? What if but I told you? Gwizdowski wasn't very good as a freshman. No, I'm just, <laughs> I didn't say he beat senior version Gwiz. I'm just saying that happened. Um, remember when Montel Marion came up in the Dake versus Burroughs debate? <laughs> <laughs> Dake, Dake, you can't listen. We ride, we ride hard for Montel. Let it not be said that we did not ride hard for Montel when it came up to 141 time. However, when we're talking about Jordan Ernest Burroughs, I cannot hear the Montel Marion comparison. I, it was an amazing move. He body locked Dake to his back and Dake that got was a amazing. Down. That was unbelievable. That was so amazing. That is like no yeah. one does that. No one does that. Just Kyle Dake. But. I just, I just can't, I just can't, I can't get with that comparison. That was fair of you to jump in like that. I had, yeah. I had to drop yeah. the hard double M there. <clears throat> uh, I didn't know what else to do. Okay, uh, okay. Oh. Nick Wisdowski. Nick Wisdowski. Yeah. So what? And and you know why I'm going to pick Gwiz is is a point that Stephen Kyle Bracky you're, made. Because you're because you're scared of Gwiz's mom. One self preservation. <laughs> I don't think Elagayev 
uh, knows what FRL is or listens. He left the sport when he graduated. I think he's still involved, but he doesn't know we're talking about him right now. So, one, I don't think he would be mad. And plus, I've, I feel like I've built enough good. But, no, going to the actual match, Bracky brought up the jump that Gwiz made from that true freshman year where he did place. He wasn't All-American to yeah, even just yeah. that redshirt year when he – he beat Jeremy Johnson. It was yeah. not close after Johnson had, had beaten him. Hand, yeah, Trent kind of handled him at NCAAs and then it completely flipped. So I, it's so basically what you have to come to the conclusion is, is did Gwiz get basically 15 points better from true freshman to whatever version we're using, senior, junior year, doesn't really matter to me. Uh, they're all excellent, excellent. I think he probably did. I think he got that much better. I think you look how much smaller he was than Gelagayev at that point. He got bigger. He got better. He maintained his athleticism. Um, I, I I do think Wisdowski wins this match, but I think it's really fun. Uh, listen, I'm listening to the man himself, Nick Wisdowski. He said <laughs> that he – hold on. I got to pull up the exact tweet here. Where is it at? We tweet so much. I know. Why do we tweet so much? No, we should tweet as much. Uh, Jordan Oliver responded to our tweet of the Alan Gelagayev highlight video and said, best heavyweight in the game. And Gwiz said, I agree. So <laughs> I am going with Alan Gelagayev. Okay. Now, it doesn't matter because the fans chose Nick Wisdowski, uh, I believe, to the tune of 79%. 79 kilograms percent. I'll tell you what. OSU wrestling guys ride hard for Big Z. Yes. Like, J.O. was in our mentions again. Uh, Neil Ayersman, our, our, um, our beat reporter, Seth Duckworth. Like, they, they love Big Z. I don't blame them. Uh, I don't blame them. He was fun. He could definitely win this match. He's in the conversation for the greatest heavyweight of the decade, even though his highest placement was third. Uh, it was a heck of a run. It was a Cinderella story. It was Zeke Moisey, but at the end of the day, you ran into NATO, and it wasn't the best matchup, and the better guy won. And struck, clock struck midnight for Gelagayev, but a heck of a run as we cap off our best of the decade. Could you give the people a quick uh, rundown mm-hmm. of the uh, of the 10 weights? 2019, Spencer Lee. 2011, Jordan Oliver. 2015, Logan Stieber. 2010, Brent Metcalf. 2016, Isaiah Martinez. 2013, Kyle Dake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to sweat again. <laughs> 2019, Zahid Valencia. 2014, Ed Ruth. 2017, Jane Cox. And now uh, 2015, Nick Wisdowski. Oh, boy. Okay. That's, that's a Christian, squad. Christian, yes. I got I got an idea. Oh, so you're going to pull David Taylor on. <laughs> <laughs> I might. Someone proposed that we put this 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 10 guys into a tournament next week. Which will piss everyone off because yes. there's only be one winner. I, I don't know if they I want to bring this to their attention. There's only be one winner. What if we bring everyone on that's going to face each other? Just let them argue, and then we pick oh the winner God. afterwards. <laughs> Spencer Lee and Nick Wisdowski be like, I would kill you. Nick uh, <laughs> <laughs> be like, I'd throw you away. It is kind of weird to like say, okay, if Spencer Lee was 250 pounds, what would happen? Yeah, like, I hate that. It's kind of, I don't know. Or do we shrink Gwizdowski, or does Gwizdowski become 125? (laughs) 125-pound Nick Gwizdowski. Dylan Nass brought up a good point, and I wanted to ask it during the show, but we could hardly get a word in. Yeah. Uh, But he tweeted that we should just ask Tyler Caldwell who was better. 
Ooh, between Dake and Burroughs. That would be – that's a good idea. Um, Tyler Caldwell kind of wrestled them all a bunch of times. David Taylor. <laughs> you could ask Taylor, although Taylor and Dake are boys. No, I'm talking about yeah. no, but I'm saying Caldwell you could, wrestling you could, David Taylor. But I'm saying you could also ask. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ask Taylor. Um, oh, man. All right, well <laughs> – so that's the best of the decade. End of a end of a little era there. Um, want to do? We're not going to have time for the 2018 NC2A uh, wrestling breakdown. That is for dang sure. Um, where else can we go? We have uh, we have a special guest coming up in eight minutes. Uh, her name is Simone. She's a <laughs> film editor. It is not Kyle Dake or Jordan Burroughs or like Donald Trump or anyone like that. Christian, Christian, yeah. they. Burroughs and Dake have the call-in numbers. <clears throat> what if they just called back in and started raging on us? That would be <laughs> funny. They that they actually could. Oh, Caleb said that he changed the numbers. He was he was, he was uh, afraid that was going to happen. They were both. I don't know if they could hear each other. They were both still talking after Caleb cut them. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I could see them. I could see both their mouths moving. How could, could I not? Why couldn't I hear that? Because the the way the thing works. I don't know. <clears throat> oh my goodness, that's hilarious. Yeah, that would have been wild, <laughs> but they did not come back on. Um, wh- why don't we tackle a couple of uh, FRL questions here before we go? There were some good ones for Ben, um, yeah. um, including one about the you giving out the the funkiest award. Let me see if I can I can find it. Okay, can there be a funkiest award where Ben picks the funkiest wrestler of the NCAA season? Uh, this guy would nominate Sasso, Gross, Luhan, and Darmstadt. Who, in your opinion, uh, you may want to pick our son. Uh, ben Darmstadt, but I don't know uh, if he would if he would qualify or not. Yeah, so you know what? I saw this question and yesterday in the doc, and I meant to go do my research, so I had a good answer. I would like a recess for the weekend so I can really pick who I like the most. I want to make a really really good choice. I don't want to just do it flippantly off the top of my head. So like I'm you did gonna... your Dake Burroughs pick. Well, no, I know some consideration. I mean, I, I didn't do a deep dive and watch all the old matches like I did last night, but, you know, I thought just, about it. I'm just picking on you. Um, yeah, no, okay, that's fair. You can uh, you can kick the can down. Uh, is Ben scared of Dylan Danis' striking after the poll? How about Dylan Danis puts a poll up? Man, if you're going to put a Twitter poll up, just be sure you're going to win, Dylan, you dumb-dumb. Come on. <laughs> that was funny. So Dylan Danis, who is an MMA fighter, he's a jiu-jitsu guy, actually. He's very popular on Flow Grappling. He tweeted, who would win in a striking match, me or Ben Askren? And Ben won. <laughs> so he kind of like – he he set up the alley-oop to get dunked on. And that's, that's what you really yeah. hate to see. The final tally after 77,000 votes were in, 58% for Benjamin Askren. So congrats to Ben. The Twitter public – thinks you would beat Dylan Dennis in a striking match. He played himself. Do you think that's true? Do you think he would? Uh, do I think no, I would beat him up. He's a yep. dumb dumb. I mean, this, this man this man is fighting guys who are one and two and he's pulling guard. I mean, it's it's just it's literally embarrassing and because of he's McGregor's buddy, he has all this publicity and so he like thinks he's good at fighting, but he should probably like be good at fighting before he thinks he's good at fighting. That is that is a um, that makes sense to me. Okay, uh, there's another good question. What is Ben Askren's response to da- uh, oh. Daniel Cormier saying Ariel Helwani could beat you in a striking match? So, all right, we took out Danis, but now your next target is Ariel Helwani. 
Oh, D- Daniel was being funny. He's giving I me know. a hard time. I, you know, I, I, te- I actually texted him. He got mad at me, but I'm going to say it anyways. We, I had a group text with him and Ariel, and I said, okay, I'll box Ariel and Hawani in a charity match, and the co- co-main event is you versus the scale. Whoa. <laughs> Did he get mad at that? Ah, probably not. He, you know, he, he's kind of like me, like where you can say just about anything to him, and he's not really going to get upset. Uh, and you know, that's kind of how I roll also. So, uh, you know, he's going to pick on my weakness. So I had to pick on his makes sense. Um, this will be a fun one. Uh, what was the darkest part of all your wrestling careers was quitting ever a thought on your mind? Just something to lighten the mood. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I would say my biggest struggles were my freshman year of college because, you know, I had a, I had an inclination that I wanted to be really good and, I was getting my ass kicked every day in the room by Tyron, by Scott Barker, by a bunch of other guys. I just wasn't that good. And I lost, I lost 10 matches over the course of six weeks. And it was like, it wasn't like, can I be good? Can I be a starter? It was like, I want, I want to be great. And dude, I'm so far, I'm so far away from that right now. I'm so far. And you know, eventually I, I came out of it and obviously achieved some pretty good things. Okay. Do you want to talk rock bottom, Kyle Brackey? You don't have to. That's uh, too soon. No, I lost in the state finals two years in a row to the same kid. So I would say the second year I lost him was pretty rock oh, bottom. Dang. Uh, yeah, we had. So I don't know the exact number. It was over. I think it was thirty-two years or something like that. But uh, my high school had had at least one state champion for like thirty-two years in a row, and I was the only one in the finals that year, and I lost. Oh man! Dang. To the same kid that I lost to the year before, oh. so that was pretty. That was pretty rough. Dang! All right, well that's too bad. Um, but you CP. CP? Um, okay, so as a competitor, the whole thing was rock bottom because I was terrible um, the entire <laughs> time. But rock bottom for me as a re- we'll say wrestler coach, so it's actually interesting. With um, he's probably listening. His name is Zach. He knows what I'm about to say. He beat this kid. I talked about this match. He beat this kid at regionals. He was going to be a state champion. He was a kid I worked with tons in the offseason. We were doing stuff every single day. And um, he lost to this guy in overtime. And I I had like I had like a breakdown. My hair started falling out over the course of the next year. It was really, really what? bad. Yes, it was it was horrible. Hair fell out? Yeah. Hair I had, fell out? Yes. My hair I my hair and clumps started to fall out. And so I had to go to a dermatologist and get injections in my head. So that was rock bottom. <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. Um, I cared way, way too much about high school wrestling. and buff, But whatever. I got on the other side of it, and now I'm here. So it's it's all good. Um, imagine if Ben's hair fell out. I mean, that would have been horrible. <laughs> I don't think it's that. I don't, I don't even have a receding hairline. Look at that. No. Beautiful head of hair. That's great. <laughs> Okay. Hey, hey, Christian, in the Facebook chat, someone keeps asking me if we can get Johnny Roanoke to make a guest spot <laughs> no. next week. You know what? Johnny Roanoke's a coward because um, <laughs> I, he never. we don't know his real name. And I only know he's from Roanoke because I looked up the number. But this dinkus called into a show <laughs> from his actual cell phone. So I had his number, and I harassed this dude for weeks afterwards just because <laughs> I was, it was just fun. And I would just be bored, and I'd just be sitting on my couch. I was like, let me call Johnny from Roanoke see what he's up to. He's like, at the end, like at first he started Wait, barbing back. And you then called like, him? You oh, called him, the, Christian? All the time. Yeah, all the time. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he'd call you to answer. And at first he would like kind of like give back a little bit, and then he's like, 
at the end, he's like, dude, can you please leave me alone? I'm sorry, dude. I, 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 you I, broke I, him? Oh, broke him. Break stick. Yeah. yeah. It was like it was like a bad Carver experience for him. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, so I had my revenge, and he dunked on himself uh, by calling from his actual uh, cell phone. So that was fun. Good questions from friends. Uh, we're going to move to the next segment of the show, um, where first we're going to play a trailer for our latest flow film before we bring on our special guest. So check it out, the trailer for the season that wasn't. Valencia, Aaron Brooks. These two could hit at NCAAs this year. Oh, Ooh, there okay. we go. The big story is Nick Lee, Luke Fletcher. Fletcher with the score and the two. That three through eight, nine, ten. Like that race is going to be crazy. There's Chinzo, there's Bull. Two of the best teams ever collide. Kale Sanderson will set his team up for another run. Were they able to beat a team as good as Iowa mm-hmm. is the question. We are having an emergency FRL. The NCAA tournament is done. COVID-19 screwed up the NCAA wrestling championships. This is just something that you can't plan for, so to have that be the end of your season, it's tough. This was probably our best year in relation to an NCAA team. I think we were going to be a top four team, there's no doubt about it. Wrestling's an incredible community. I think we come together in the toughest moments. We'll get better from this. Boom. And live in studio, we have our own. What is your title, Simone? Simone, give us your title. I should have a bad form by me. We have Simone. Simone, what is your title here at Flow Sports? Um, I believe it's video editor and producer. Wow. Chief what? video editor. Chief video editor producer Simone Khan. Um, welcome. First of all. Second of all, talk to talk to us a little bit about making this film and the experience that was for you and what you think about wrestling because give a little sense of your athletic history maybe for the people <laughs> back home um i don't know if my lower third came up or not but you know i would say i'm a retired athlete okay um probably stopped around 13. okay uh, the eighth grade is when i peaked and i said you know maybe i focus on other <laughs> stuff <laughs> um, but yeah up until a month ago i did not know anything about this wrestling season so okay. learned everything really quickly. Uh, the fun thing about editing this one is Industry Insider, normally we shoot interviews for a flow film. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the whole corona thing, we couldn't all get together. So my main source for putting the story together was FRLs, just hours and hours <laughs> of FRLs. And I don't know if you guys realize this, you guys talk for like three and a half hours sometimes. Yeah. The shows go a little long. So, did you become? I so you. I'm sure you, not being a wrestling fan, um, probably weren't listening to FRL on the reg. Did you come to hate the show, or <laughs> or like the show, or just be like, I can never listen to this thing again? Is are you having PTSD, having to now be on the show that you watch for over 20 hours? It is a wild experience. Um, I did dream about this day, or maybe nightmares, but uh, <laughs> no, it, it was it was good. I liked it. Um, I did watch it double speed every time, but I think I got all the information. Okay. Um, right. I'll try not to be offended about that. <laughs> no, I, I got, all, got all the info. Um, Christian, you were always probably the most animated. Mm. You and Ben, so good to cut to you guys. You guys are always, like, freaking out. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little emotional. Okay, so what... What did you think when, when you were pitched on this project and as you were coming together, who were, what were some of the storylines that kind of like resonated with you from just like the human-to-human um, aspect of it? Um, I think it's probably, 
you know, people like Luke Pletcher, all these seniors that were kind of having their best year, and it's just kind of taken away from them. Um, there's a lot of that, a lot of initial kind of shock at the NCAAs getting canceled. But the part that I really like is towards the end of the film when people kind of reflect more on the season and uh, how just because this one major event got canceled doesn't mean the whole season went away. You know, they still accomplished a lot. And when they kind of talk about um, how the wrestling community in general has helped them become the people they are today. So what what did you learn about maybe wrestlers? Because it's a very unique community. It's a unique mindset to be a wrestler, especially at the level that those guys reach. What did you learn about what wrestlers are like through making this film? Oh, man. Uh, I guess they're hardworking. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I find it all, like, I'm not a sports expert, but I find it all pretty inspirational when someone commits their whole life to being their best at something. Um, I think that's great, and I think all the wrestlers show that. And, you know, it is a full commitment, and a lot of them were working towards that one NCAA championship. So. Yeah, no question. Um, how? Now, talk about the film a little bit. How uh, are you proud of it? Do you think you did a good job? Are the people going to like it? Make some predictions. Put it on wax. Okay. Well, so there's always drama online. So yes. people comment stuff. You know, maybe it gets hate. I don't know. Uh, but I personally like it. Um, I think you can go through a lot of emotions, you know, uh, spoiler alert for people not aware of what happens. When corona hits, it can be shocking. Um, and the initial kind of shock and sadness, it hits really hard. But um, I was kind of happy with the way you guys interviewed so many good wrestlers who were very mature. And a lot of coaches who said a lot of kind of uplifting things about how we can reflect on the season and how we shouldn't just get down about it. So I feel like the last few minutes, it's it can be very emotional to to hear all that. So. Well, cool. We're we're excited to to debut this film on Friday. I I've watched it multiple times. Very exciting. I know I've had to had to bug you about switching out some B-roll for for a couple <laughs> of things, and um, you know. I appreciate your, your attention to detail. But you're preparing for maybe your biggest project yet, Simone, because you and I are about to embark on a journey with one one of Ben's favorites, Sion Williams. We're going to do a video with Sion today. What? what yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Ben? Are you excited for about, it? What's it? Yes, I'm excited. What's it about? G give the pitch, Simone. I mean, it's... No spoilers, but give the pitch also. Let's just say it's very serious. Um, <laughs> think you know very serious documentary artistic mm -hmm. it's going to be an experience um what do you know about uh Sion, simone very little i've talked to him maybe once Wait. all right so ben. Wait. <laughs> I, a, uh, i'm kind of i'm trying to my mind is trying to wrap my head around Sion williams artistic experience <laughs> so just like, that's the pitch right there feel, it's oil water. I don't feel like they go together very well. I know. That's that's going to be the beauty of it, I think. Is it is in the surprise. Ben, if you had to explain Simone or explain Sion to Simone in in 30 seconds to a minute as best you can, how would you do that? Just so she knows what she's she's up against. Oh my goodness. Sion, he is just uh happy, funny. Um he hide, he hides his really intelligent side. You don't get it coming out very often, but he's really sharp. Um and he just kind of brings everyone's mood up. I mean, I, it's hard to be around Sion and, like, not be laughing and having a great time. 
Okay. Well, we're going for the opposite effect. We yeah. want you to cry when you see Sion. Yeah, there's going to be some walks down lonely happen. streets. We're going to see the side of him that you've never seen before. Yeah, that's oh. what this is about. Bracky, do you have anything I should I should ask okay. Simone before we uh, let her go and prepare for the Sion the shoot? No, I think you guys did a good job. I, I think the – or maybe, Simone, can you, like, explain – because there were some people yesterday that – I think they like the trailer, but it's like, man, it's like hard to come to terms with the season being over, not happening, and they're like, I don't know if I can watch. Like, yeah, I. Why? I, why should they watch? Um, I. I mean, maybe could give them closure. I don't know if that's that's a big statement there. But <laughs> <laughs> is this uh, just to answer this question? No, just tell them it will give them closure. Is this going to heal the nation? <laughs> I think so. I think. It's it has the power. This piece of art is that what we're calling it? Yeah, we'll call it. Art. I don't want to call it a video. Yeah. Like maybe the experience, um, but yeah, I think the title can maybe be misleading because it's it says the season that wasn't, and people might be like, no, we had a whole season, um, and I think that does reflect in the film, um, and you know everyone has a chance to kind of talk about what they accomplished, even though um, this major event got canceled, and you know you hear a lot about different wrestlers talking about how wrestling has changed them as a person and how the community has helped them and so i i think it's a it's bittersweet it's not just all sadness you yeah. know it ends on the upward trajectory i think i was inspired i mean the guys as you mentioned are super mature and have a lot better um i mean i was just talking yesterday how i would have lost my mind if I was the bro the coach of Ryan Chirella, and these guys had their entire dreams just like uprooted in front of them, and they they handled it with such class that I think is admirable and, and maturity. So I think you're gonna like it. I think it's really cool. It's tomorrow, mm -hmm. uh, seven Eastern. It's gonna debut. We're gonna have a pre-show at, at six thirty Eastern, or maybe it's seven thirty. Now I'm getting my it's seven thirty Eastern. Got it. Thank you, thank you, Kyle Bracky, my time zone expert. <laughs> You need a right-hand man that knows time zones well. Well, Simone, um, thank you so much for coming on. This was a pleasure. Can, we'll do it again. Christian, can I, yeah. can I ask one more question? Yeah, please do. Simone, uh, I don't know if you watched the Beamer show. Are you Team Dake or Team Burrows? <laughs> See, I misunderstood. I thought I was coming on the show to give my expertise on that. I watched <laughs> tapes all last night. I mean, I'm the insider that you bring in. That's right. So where do you fall, Team Team Dake or Team Burroughs? I mean, I <laughs> listen, Dake's probably listening right now, and so is Jordan. So, you know, it's up to you. Okay, for no real reason, no facts or anything, I'm going to go with Burroughs. Wow. Finally. Oh. <laughs> I, didn't have to bring, I didn't have to bring on someone that wasn't the actual person we're talking about <laughs> to get someone on my side for once. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a little validation, too. Thank you, Simone. No problem. Well done. Even though, even if I may have planted that information in your head, um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Well, thank you for coming on, Simone. Thank Tomorrow, you. the season wasn't. We'll do that. Uh, we're going to wrap the show here for the next five minutes. I'll see you in a little bit when we do the Sion video. So thanks for coming on. Amazing. Thank you. Okay. Um, we can wrap up with, with a couple more FRL questions. Ben, I'm a, I think you guys, to summarize, are going to really enjoy the season that wasn't. We have a lot of other really cool um, – piece of content in the pipeline right now so get uh, excited about that christian were you were you messing with me on the Sion thing I, I, i'm trying to like i can't is this a joke absolutely not we're serious? gonna do we're do, we're shooting a uh we're shooting a video with Sion today it, it, but it, is, can't, it can't be like melancholic for real that's almost impossible it's gonna be it's it's supposed to be a funny it's gonna be a funny video um obviously um 
That's kind okay. of that's that's Simone's tone. She's she's gonna make it funny, but it's going. Got you're it. just just you know it's a surprise for you. It's actually for FRL. Um, Ray, my boss really? is like, yes. Ray's like you need to do. He's like you and Simone need to do a piece with Sion, and it's like a day with Sion, and you can play it on FRL. And he brings it up. He has idea, but you know when your boss tells you something a couple times, I think as an employee you should do that thing. So I'm like, all right, we're gonna do it. So today's the day we're gonna do a Sion video. It's gonna be fun. You don't have to tell me uh, twice to to make a video with Sion because I think it's gonna be fun. And uh, Sion's all. I hit him up at at uh, like probably I don't know. 6.30 or whenever I got to HQ, remind him, he hit me back with a quick yep. So he's ready. He's probably here right now walking around yelling at anyone he can find in the HQ. Um, okay. Question from Omega Mattis, Kyle Bracky. When will there be an alien hour? Well, I, I was planning on having one today, uh, but then I heard Jordan was coming on the show, so I was like, I got to get ready. So I got ready, and then I didn't even get to spout off any of my facts. So Okay. So maybe we can get an alien hour for, yeah, for next week. Uh, shout out Cliff Fretwell. He got me down a rabbit hole. Uh, the Alaska Triangle. It's two to three uh, times more deadly than the Bermuda Triangle. What? People. What? It's, pro- it's probably. Yes. It's got to be grizzly bear related. Oh, the, it's everything. There's aliens. There's ghosts. There's Bigfoots. It, it's it's can funny. You do a- <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. Can you do an alien hour on Kyle Dake chronologically? D A or <laughs> How do you what do you, you I know might need agent, to, what do you what I might need to get with there? him I need to get with him and understand that a little bit better before I can report on it Nomad Nomad has called uh Dake an alien before so maybe it's and if no, anyone has ties to the extraterrestrial world it would be Nomad <laughs> right <laughs> Yes What's the what's the new thing Nomad's on a kick about the Anunnaki what is it Oh uh, yeah, uh, the, Anunnaki. Bring them up. Uh, people be going that deep down the rabbit hole, Christian. But that's don't what Nomad does. That's Spay, where he, that's Spay where he thinks they're bad, though. Ba- Space says it's a it's a trash cult. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A lot, a lot of people think they're bad. All right. Question for Ben: How likely is it that Frank Molinaro is able to push Jacory Teamer to being more offensive next year? Hmm. I think it's un- unlikely. Really? Why? Uh, I mean, Ja'Cory Seymour's been wrestling for how long? What he's been doing has been fairly successful for him. He does have a – he's actually got a plethora of offense. He just doesn't choose to use it all the time. He likes to be very strategic about the way he's going to wrestle and scramble. And so I would think for something like that to change, it would have to be something really dramatic, like, say, you know, him not placing or him losing to someone he doesn't expect to lose to multiple times, and that would maybe change his mind. Got it. Yeah. Um. Can we get Ben Askren's thoughts on the chess crusher? This is our last question. We did so, we talk about this yesterday? No, before the show. Air? That was off air. Oh. <laughs> so the chess crusher is like kind of the Sajalayev move he hit on Snyder. Um, yeah. do, do you consider this to be a good move or a trash move? C- compare it to a crossface. Okay, so it's totally a trash move. I don't even think it works anymore. So what happens essentially is you <laughs> shoot, right? You shoot in a shot and you get a little too deep and then you reach back and you hook this arm, and you hook this arm, and you pass the hand, over, and you lock, so you have now both of their hands, they're on top of you, you post your hand, and you essentially sit out. That's old school Wisconsin move right there. Uh, I don't ever see you. You know, I'm going to call it my boy. My boy Jacob Roshka got pinned in the eighth grade state semifinals by this kid from Athens in a chest crusher, and I made fun of him for for like the next <laughs> five years. And now here we are. Well, let's see. He's like his third year of college. 
so we're about 10 years later. I'm still, Jacob, you got pinned in a chest crusher. Do a match. Hey, Kyle Snyder. Oh, no, that, was, that wasn't really a chest crusher because he only had one of the arms and he had a leg, you know? Yes. Like this. It was like a half chest crusher. It was, it was a full body crusher, so it wasn't fair. All right, well, Ben, I guess I'll thank you for this show. I am thankful for you, Ben. All all jokes aside, we are good to go, Caleb, if you want to play us out. What a week of shows. And we're going to do it next week. Who knows what surprises Ben will spring upon us, you know? Who's he going to bring on? Dana White? Ariel Hawani? John Jones? I don't know. We'll just stay tuned and see who shows up on the TV screen and then we start talking to them. That's just how the show's going to go. Thank you guys for listening. 484 strong of FRL. We'll be back next Tuesday. But tomorrow, do not miss the season, the live premiere of the season that wasn't live on Flow Wrestling. Um, You're going to like it. Thank you to Kyle. Thank you to you for listening. We will see you Tuesday. Enjoy the weekend. Stay safe. It's going to get better. See you guys.